You're listening to a Mind Cherry podcast. Riding Around is an improvised recap of a sitcom that never existed. Enjoy. I'm Kelly Quinn. And I'm Malin Von Euler Hogan. We met as actors on the hit early 2000s sitcom Riding Around, the first network comedy ever to be filmed entirely on and around a bus. And we're still pretty good friends. And now we're doing the official Riding Around fan podcast. Each week, we'll talk about an episode of the show and bring you interviews, fun facts, and behind-the-scenes stories that only two people who were on the bus can tell you. Come ride around with us. Good morning, Kelly. How are you? Oh, I'm doing well. And listeners at home will not be able to understand the technical difficulties we have had this morning getting this thing up <laughs> off the ground, you know, and neither of us is IT proficient in any way. I would say, Mullen, you are definitely handier in this arena than I am. But boy, I have to say without a, a man in the house, I am completely useless here. And I'll tell you what, Kelly, sometimes you do have one around and it's also no help at all. So don't fret. <laughs> Sisters are doing it for themselves, huh? Mm-hmm. That's the theme this morning, I think. Oh, what a song. You know what? I might go have another cup of coffee after we are finished recording and listen to some Eurythmics because we really are doing it for ourselves today. And you know who else is doing it for themselves? SAG-AFTRA. Yes, that's right. We've got, I guess, a tentative agreement that we're all supposed to be voting whether to ratify it or not. And what an exciting time. But what a complicated time at the same time. Oh, say more about that, Mullen, because all, all I've seen in my you know, little feeds is just unbridled joy that we can all get back to work and start promoting our projects. Almost people seem more excited to promote the projects than do the work itself. Yeah, well, no, that is an astute observation. I've seen that too. But I guess I'm seeing some issues, some concerns around the AI protections that perhaps they aren't as robust as we might have hoped for. There are some loopholes that I'm afraid, and I hate to say this about producers, executives, you know, the people at these wonderful companies that we love so much. But I think there might be, unfortunately, opportunity for them to exploit actors a little bit around all this AI, this fake, this synthetic actor kind of stuff. And and so I, I'm, I'm seeing people worried about that. And I'm kind of thinking we should be too. Oh, shoot. You know, in my enthusiasm, that's this sort of nightmare was over. I had not even paused to consider that. And if I'm, I'm being honest... I don't know. I think well, I listen, think of you this know, sort of technology. We haven't gotten to so read the whole contract. Well, Listeners, whether this makes it in, I don't know. But the issue we're having technologically is a, a delay. So <laughs> we might be talking over each other more than usual. We might be completely missing one another. Who can say? Who can mm-hmm. say? I'll try to fix it in the edit, but it's unclear what, what my capabilities are. Right. And yeah, for those of you who don't know, we have transitioned away from using a sound engineer because Malin, who is such a, you know, a self-starter and we both say on this podcast, we're lifelong learners. Malin has taught herself the technology to be able to edit our podcast herself, which I just want to give a big round of applause. Again, I think um, my, my microphone will cut out the actual sound of the applause because it's pretty, um, it's too loud and it's set to sort of filter that out. But I have to, I'm clapping for you, Ma, because I cannot imagine having learned this set of skills. And at our age, you know. Well, thank you, Kelly. That's really nice, actually, because I'm not, I think I'm sounding happy today, but I'm really not. I'm actually, uh, I'm faking it till I make it today. So to hear a compliment from you (laughs) like that is really meaningful and is going to help me kind of get through this next half hour or however long we record for. Do you, 
feel comfortable saying more about that? Or is it news of a personal nature you'd rather not share with the listenership? Well, you know, it's always personal, but actually, mm-hmm. you know what I'm going to go ahead and blame it on is this daylight savings time. I am still not <laughs> used to it. It's getting dark at 5 p.m. and it is freaking me out. I mm-hmm. The other day I, I was in sort of a panic because it was a Sunday night in my mind. And I was like, oh my gosh, the weekend's over. Got to get back to the grind, the Monday grind. And, and it's bedtime. And I checked the clock, Kelly, and it's 5.30. It wasn't bedtime at all. It just was looking so dark outside. And that is just throwing me this year in a way I don't remember from previous years. I agree. I can't tell if it's age or if it is, you know, what any of the horrors happening in the world right now could just be making us feel it more acutely. Right. But my Mm. girls are really tired by it too. You know, they're, they're falling asleep without having their homework done. You know, obviously the, the transfer between Derek and myself has been, you know, he fell asleep early one night when he was supposed to come get the girls and, you know, flouting our, our custody agreement. And I have to say, I was angry because I had a date planned that night. And instead, uh, I love spending time with my girls always, but I love knowing when I am spending time with my girls and, uh, to not be able to Mm. enjoy myself in an adult way because my husband was sleeping in what he claimed was, you know, Uh. daylight savings, time induced sleep patterns was infuriating. Wow. Well, a few things here. Congrats on the date. I mean, even if it didn't happen, that is pretty exciting stuff. Are you, who, who is it? Is it the, is it the guy that we texted about or? Yes. Hmm. Yes. I have joined Raya and yes, it's the, it's the guy I texted you about (laughs) from Raya. Okay. Well, he was very cute and if it's okay to say, kind of young, no? Or a youthful face anyway. I, I guess I didn't, I don't know how old he actually is. Yeah, um, I don't either. It remains to be seen uh, because uh, the date got canceled. But I'll let you know as soon as I can get, can worm an answer out of him because I got to say I am curious. But it's fun, you know, and I'm finding in my brief time I've spent on this app that younger men are excited about dating older women these days in a way that maybe they weren't in the past. You know, I'm somewhat of an attractive commodity out there and that's fun to be experiencing. Well, hey, it's about time the world caught up, you know, and and how convenient for us as we're entering middle age that society is finding that attractive. I mean, that's, that's fantastic. You know, Malin, I don't know if you're familiar with, I believe it was a TLC show called MILF Manor. Yes, didn't didn't catch it myself, but I did read about it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, I'll, just pointing that out to say that I guess you know older women. As much as I hate to be vulgar, MILF is a pretty is about as vulgar as it gets in terms of an uh, an acronym. But that it's in the zeitgeist right now that older women are, and with the Golden Bachelor as well. You know, you're seeing a lot of older women get their due as you know beings who are worthy of attention and and physical intimacy and you know are still capable of being attractive and while i'm not the age of the women on the golden bachelor by any stretch decades away in fact from no. that but you know it's nice to see nonetheless yeah you know what i i just had a crazy idea and i don't know if you've ever we've talked about it before i think but if you've ever thought about going the reality route i would watch a dating show starring you I mean, what what would we call it? Not Golden Bachelorette, because you're not that age, but something, I don't know, um, the, not silver, that implies old as well, platinum? Right. 
Yeah. What's a metal that doesn't suggest you're old? Yeah. Yeah. And bronze, you know, it's yes, you win, but that's it's last place of the winners. So we didn't we wouldn't do bronze bachelorette either. No. Yeah. I think platinum could be the way to go or uh, uranium. I don't know what's another sort of precious metal that um, has value. You know what? This is so embarrassing, but I'm going to Google. The mind isn't what it used to be. And in terms of any sort of geology, I, I, I've got nothing. Precious metals. Oh, palladium. That could be fun. Oh, now I don't think I... Now that's a music venue. Is that a material as well? It is. It's a chemical element and it looks... I'm looking at it on the internet. It's beautiful. It's a lustrous sort of silvery white. Um, the symbol is PD in the periodic table. Wow. In case you know, you ever come across it at trivia. Gorgeous, gorgeous. Yeah, I think, I think there you go. Palladium Bachelorette starring Kelly Quinn and a host of suitors of a variety of ages. I love it. I I say green light that executives. Maybe that could be something that we use our nascent production company to get started up. You know, we could have a whole reality wing. Really the sky's the limit for us, I think, Mullen. But, you know, we don't mean to bore you all with all this conversation about what kind of bachelorette I'm going to be or uh, anything like that. And again, to yeah. protect the privacy of the young man, young men, maybe we'll see involved. Uh, I don't plan to be talking too much about my personal life on here, but if the spirit takes me, I will. And yeah. again, you know, we had a listener question a couple of weeks ago that we really do keep hammering home from someone named Jenna B in Birmingham, Alabama, who really preferred that we stick on the well-trod path of recapping mm-hmm. episodes and talking about the show that made you all fans of us both. And so we're happy to report that we can start doing that again mm-hmm. because this, the SAG strike has ended. Whether or not everyone ends up voting yes, you know, but I guess there, there wouldn't be another strike. Is that right, Mullen? That's right. If this new contract isn't ratified, I believe we would go back to the previous agreement and then we would have to vote to reauthorize a strike again. So I think that's unlikely. I think we're safe to start doing these recaps again. And I hope that makes you happy, Jenna B. Hope it makes you happy, Jenna B. But yes, we will be back soon with season four recaps and guests to talk about the show in the ways that you know and love. Yeah, just a small update from us. And again, thank you to the team at Mindcherry for their patience as all of this gets shaken out. Yes, Fran... Tina, we love you guys. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for sticking yeah. with us at this tough time and and for this rough audio that we're going to be delivering you today. Hopefully we can get all our technical stuff sorted out by the time we have guests back next right. week. Now, a lot of people might have heard me earlier say that Malin, despite us having been picked up by a podcast network, <laughs> that Malin is editing our audio. I guess it's worth noting. I do. I do a pass and then I send everything into the Mindcherry folks and they put the finishing touches on it. Right. They say. do their magic too. Yeah. Because, you know, Malin is 
a very talented person, but at the end of the day, an amateur and the folks at Mindshare are nothing. I mean, amateur doesn't even belong in the same sentence as them. So I know sometimes we talk about the stats and the the metrics and, and all, you know, all this data that they collect. And I consider myself a smart person, but I'm just, whoa, 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 Mm -hmm. what are you guys talking about? Such geniuses over there. And they do want us, and Mal, this is something you and I should discuss offline. They want us to start putting our episodes on YouTube as well, because they said podcasts are performing really well on YouTube right now. And listeners can let us know, would you watch us over there? Do you prefer a sort of video format? Because right now you're only getting the clips that we upload to uh, social media, but we'd be happy to put the whole episode, you know, I'd have to certainly put a little more effort into my appearance each week. Uh, So it might change change the game in that way. But if you would listen on YouTube, listen, we are coming out of a strike and not not really in a position to turn down any sort of ears we can get on this thing. So no, not at all. Not at all. Well, speaking of our listeners, we did hear from some of you this week with some questions. It's always so exciting. Yes. Bryn B. from Covington, Louisiana wants to know, do you think you turn off listeners when you berate them for their questions? Hmm. Well, Bryn, Bryn B. wondering if you're a, a relative of Jenna B. <laughs> yeah, Louisiana and Alabama, those are close by. I could see that. Right. Not that you have to live geographically close to everyone you're related to, but the last name B, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I guess you tell us, Bryn, is this kind of... <laughs> is this bumming you out, Bryn? Yeah, we are we not doing this exactly as you would have us do it? I mean, once mm-hmm. again, we are two women trying to make a podcast. I don't... Two nice like, women, two nice ladies trying to make a podcast. And I know we open ourselves up for these these questions and we, and we, we tell you guys that we're open... But can you just remember for a second that we are real people, real nice people that maybe don't ever want to hear that we're bad? Mm-hmm. Think about that. And Mal and I, I just have to say, this is something we have to take up with Mindcherry as they take yeah. over the management of our email address. And, you know, we are starting to get people to help us with production and help us with mm-hmm. the things like booking guests and screening listener questions. We've got to make sure this kind of thing gets caught in the net because we can't. There's only, yeah. uh, you know, I'm being cudgeled by this kind of thing and I, I it needs yeah. to stop. Yeah, you're right. This is sort of a mind cherry problem because they are picking these questions out for us. And I'm curious, I'm curious where they get off thinking that this is like going to be a fun or entertaining thing for us to answer. I'm sure there are other questions in there, like about what our favorite outfits were on the show or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, things like that, or, or, you know, what's a your favorite holiday episode coming up. You know, there, there are things that could be asked that aren't being asked. And yeah, I'd love to know, are those getting buried in the inbox and Fran is just not finding them or I, I just, right. I guess I'm shooting a note what, to her. What's happening. Yeah. Or Shiloh or Riley, one of the gang and, and definitely yeah. making sure that we can get this sorted out because, you know, we've already talked about it. Seasonal depression is getting us. And now, yeah. Listener questions are getting us in sort of a big way. And you and I both have other stuff on our plates, you know. Yeah, you could you could say that. And and maybe look, maybe it's that the listeners don't know that. They're not hearing every single right. thing that we have going on. And like we said two weeks ago, that's a choice we've made and we need you guys to respect that. Yes. But I have to say, you know, there's a, a quote and I can't remember I, I believe it's a Socrates quote. Be mm. kind for everyone you meet is fighting a hard battle. 
you know, I ran across that somewhere on the internet a couple years ago, but it really stuck with me. Uh, and I would encourage listeners to really take that to heart as well. Because when yeah. people like the Genebees and Brinbees of the world come to our inbox with their argumentative, you know, what their opinion, it, it's it's whatever it is, whatever you want to call it. It Molly and I are both in the midst of fighting hard battles. And yeah, yeah, you know, and I guess by that logic, maybe you would say, well, I am too. Can you lay off me? Because you're the one with the platform and you're effectively doxing me. And <laughs> I would say I'm not because I haven't put your handle in there and we could. Yeah, I would, I would strongly quibble with the doxing accusation. <laughs> we've, we've simply said your first name and last initial and this <sighs> small town you're from, I think, let's be honest, that's <laughs> not doxing. I could, we could say your email address right now, Bryn right B. Right on the air. And, and then that would be doxing. Then you'd have a case for doxing. Right now, no one's being doxed here. If anyone's being doxed, it's probably us. Because mm-hmm. you have our contact info and you know where to find us. Yeah. You think I don't see the people who walk by my house? <laughs> I see you guys. I know, I know that my address is out there somehow. <laughs> and could those people say it's potentially... You know, because you've identified your house as a place where there's enormous <laughs> Halloween and Christmas decorations, um, the, the type of which are so rare and memorable that uh, it would be you'd be hard pressed to find them elsewhere in Los Angeles. Uh, listen, I had this argument with with Carly already. She suggested that me talking about the spiders and the big skeletons and everything was a dead <laughs> giveaway because, yes, those are common, but in combination, it does kind of. ID me. And I just, I mean, this is one of the reasons why she's not working for me as much is like, I, I don't want to change what I'm doing <laughs> ever, <laughs> but I don't want any negative consequences. And I just don't think that's crazy to ask for. I don't want to change and I shouldn't have to. Mullen, I am so behind you. Uh, part of me is saying, Mullen, this is really off-putting <laughs> to your listeners. <laughs> and, then, and then another part of me is saying, they want real, here's real. Yep. And the loyal ones are going to stick around. And maybe that doesn't include the Bryn Bees and the Gen of Bees. Right. Yeah. Maybe you guys can talk about that at, at Christmas when you get together as the Bee <laughs> family. <laughs> maybe that's something that, I don't know, you can enjoy over a... a a Christmas ham together or something. Right. And hey, but speaking of the holidays, we did get a second and a much more pleasant question, I'll say, from Ariel yes. A. of Duluth, Minnesota. She wants to know what we're doing for the holidays. I am, because I just traveled for Thanksgiving, when you, when you hear this, I will have just traveled for Thanksgiving. John and I are going to do the holidays by ourselves here in Los Angeles. That's nice. I think that'll be a nice chance for you two to reconnect and yeah, get away from the added so. stresses that family can contribute to a romantic partnership and just really lock oh, in yeah. and focus on each other. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good way of putting it. What about you, Kelly? What are your plans? I'll be doing Thanksgiving up in the Finger Lakes with my mom and the girls. And for the, uh, the, the Christmas, the winter holidays, I don't know yet. You know, it is my first mm-hmm. holiday season as a single woman, as a, as a divorced woman. And mm-hmm. that's, I'm sure it's going to be emotional, Amal, and I'm sure I'll be leaning on you as I go through that for the first time. Please do. Please do. Maybe I'll come out to L.A. for Christmas, you know? 
Yeah. Oh, that would be so nice because, you know, we're not hosting anyone and I've got all these decorations up. Well, they're, they're going to be up and sometimes you want people to appreciate them in a way, you know, obviously we get the walkers by who enjoy them, but inside the house, I'm really doing some special stuff and it's really just me, John and Carly enjoying it. It feels like sometimes. So would love to have you over. Yeah. You, you know, you introduced me a while back to that Turtle Creek Lane uh, Instagram account. <laughs> and oh, yeah. those guys, I think, are the only people I know who go more nuts for Christmas than you do. Oh, well, wow. Thank you. I mean, to be compared to Jen, even in the same sentence as Jen, in terms of holiday decorations, is quite the compliment. Mm-hmm. She is she is a freak for Christmas, and <laughs> I, I, I can only aspire to that level of freakness. You know, she's got a whole family affair. She's documenting it on Instagram for everyone to see. And maybe that's, you know, we talk all the time about my Instagram following not being huge exactly. And maybe that's a way I could beef it up. Uh, Maybe I should start posting a little bit more about some of the things I'm doing. Because my For You page right now, Kelly, on TikTok is just all these incredible Christmas crafts and treats. Oh, how fun. And I'm going to be making a lot of them. I mean, I just saw an adorable one that involves... Involves some pretzels and, and a little green <laughs> green food coloring and white chocolate mm-hmm. and making a little fun wreath. So um, maybe, maybe that's, you know, listeners, let us know if that's something you'd like to see from me on my personal channels. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I'd want to sully the writing around accounts with with this kind of thing. Um, right. But, but you oh, know, I'm definitely all over I say silly away, Molly, <laughs> because you're so talented. And I think that there's, they're, they're going to love it. And again, you know, we haven't had the follow through to launch a Patreon, but that's the kind of thing I think that people get really get into seeing from us. Uh, It's just behind the scenes. What's going on in your house? What's going on in my house? Yeah. Yeah. It, It really, I mean, we keep coming up against this idea of the balance of the privacy and what we want to give to you all to make you feel welcome in our lives it's it is a constant battle and heading into the fourth season you'd think we might have gotten a handle on it but you know as the podcast grows the equation kind of changes as well Mm -hmm. and that's something we have to keep in mind is Mm -hmm. is we're you know the podcast is absolutely exploding and that is you know i've heard there are people who are listening to this podcast that aren't even fans of the show itself they are finding Wait. riding around through our podcast. Now that is something I never would have expected. No, me neither. Me neither. I'm thinking it's we're limited to just fans of the sitcom. No, no. Kelly, people are just enjoying us. Crazy as that sounds. Oh, well, I have to say that makes my day to hear. And I think I think we both need things that that make our days. And so listeners, yeah. I guess this is a plea this holiday season. If you could just write in some nice things, please maybe leave us my day. Yeah. Leave us some reviews or something. That's, that's even a public way to, to say nice things to us. If you want, oh, on, wouldn't that be nice? Yes. Apple podcasts. Um, they make it really easy. You just select five stars and then you put in a compliment uh-huh. for the two of us. And, uh, huh. <laughs> Couldn't be easier. Five stars and a compliment. It's really just <laughs> sort of all we want. Five stars and a compliment. Yeah. And look, because times are tight this holiday season. I actually, I want everyone listening to think about all of their friends with podcasts and a simple, nice holiday gift you could do for them is five stars and a compliment. Just think about that. Isn't that, that's a movement. That's a sort of pay it forward movement specific to the podcasting medium that I think we should try to get some traction on social 
and we'll hashtag yeah. it five stars and a compliment. And I, I think that'll be really fun for us and a good project uh, in the holidays, as we probably will, you know, as we do take a, a brief hiatus through Christmas and New Year's. Right. Um, but what we won't take a hiatus from is is maybe this this pay it forward campaign yeah. that could light up the whole podcasting community with with kindness. I love this. Yes, a movement. Because I, I do think of us, we are we are leaders in this in this space a bit. So I think pretty cool if we could inspire everyone to appreciate all podcasts, not just ours, which mm-hmm. which we know is is appreciated. So that feels good. And that is something around the holidays. It's good to think about how can you make yourself feel good by helping others? Mm-hmm. Keep, you know, kind of reason for the season type of stuff. Right. Outside the obvious answers of, you know, volunteering with the less fortunate and stuff like sure. that. It's like, yeah, of course, but that's been done. It's been done. Right. And and wouldn't you agree, Kelly, that some podcasts are less fortunate? I mean, I <laughs> uh, we we sit here from, you know, our perch of a successful podcast, but I don't think everyone has one of those. And so that's really what five stars and a compliment is all about. Mm-hmm. You know, we've talked a lot about rolling out merch at some point and probably the holiday season is the time to do it. Ugh, we should already have it online, Mullen. I know, I know, I know. Ugh, crap. Uh, Carly's been been saying this actually, but um, yeah, I'll have to send her a nice text and let her know she's right. But yeah. I think five stars and a compliment is is kind of a fun thing for a shirt. I think I think there's a lot of fun things that could be on shirts and <laughs> listeners. <laughs> And you all already know my feelings about throw pillows and oh yes, five stars and a compliment on a throw pillow. I, I think that's got legs. It could be five actual stars, <gasps> and then under it, ampersand a compliment. I think that would be pretty cute, actually. And it's oh, a little, it's a little visual it. that way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Malin, wow! Five can't stars wait to get this off the ground. I'm going to open up. Yeah. Um, Microsoft Paint after this and do a little design and see if I can't try to, to to work something up. I love this, especially too, because the end of the year is when people are going to be posting their sort of their little Spotify roundups of like everything they've been listening to. And, and the shine is always going to go to those big podcasts. So I like this as a counter where it's like, help out the little guy. Right. We're, we're sure that we'll be seeing our podcast and many of your year end reviews. And we look forward to seeing that as always. And please tag us if you post it because, you know, we're so proud to be a part of your year. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, we will be trying to amplify other smaller podcasts that are not in the, you know, in the Spotify top 10 comedy podcasts every week. Oh, just, just talking about doing good has me feeling a little bit better. I can feel the sort of seasonal depression just subsiding just a little bit and, and I hope, uh, I hope you all listening to us today can do the same for you. Kelly, how are you feeling? Much better. Ready to sign off with a renewed zeal for the day. Enjoy your Decembers, everyone. And we cannot wait to be back with you next week, actually talking about season four, episode one. Hong Kong. Thank you so much to all of our listeners. Thank you also to Kelsey Bailey for our logo and to John Purcell for our theme music and for mixing the show. You can follow us at Writing Around Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And send your thoughts and questions to our email address, writingaroundpod at gmail.com. Please subscribe, rate us, and review us anywhere you find your podcasts. And if you leave your favorite Writing Around memory in your review, we'll read it in an upcoming show. Come back and join us next week. We'll have another great episode for you that you won't want to miss. See you then. Hack, hack.